Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Season 5, Episode 3 of this daily study podcast. Thank you so much for joining us once again today as we continue our study of this week's Come Follow Me materials, studying in the week of January the 2nd to January the 8th in Matthew chapter 1 and Luke chapter 1. And today we're continuing in Luke chapter 1, looking at the experience of Zacharias and Elizabeth uh, on the um, announcement of their, um, by the angel about how they were going to have a son despite their age. Um, and in verse 13, the angel speaks to Zacharias for the first time and says, Fear not, Zacharias, for thy prayer is heard, and thy wife Elizabeth shall bear a son, and thou shalt call his name John. Now, this prayer that's spoken about is interesting, and it's one of the focuses, really, of our study for this week in this um, section. The question is, how long was Zacharias praying for, and what was he praying for? Was he praying that his wife would have a son, or in her old age, was it a different prayer that he was praying for, but then this would be for a fulfillment of that, or was it a prayer that they had a while ago, whilst they were in childbearing years, and now it's being fulfilled. S. Kent Brown uh, said this, quote, On one hand, Zacharias and Elizabeth may still be praying for a child. If so, Zacharias's response in Luke 1 may indicate that he does not take his seriously his own prayers for a child. But this view is improbable because, improbable, improbable because Elizabeth is past her childbearing years. On the other hand, the angel may be referring to Zacharias's prayer for the redemption of Israel as he officiates in the sanctuary. If so, his prayer is one that, the, that he offers as a matter of his priestly role or as a matter of private but set worship. At this moment, the angel promises the fulfilment of his prayer for Israel's redemption. Close quote. This, of course, was going to be would be fulfilled through John the Baptist being a forerunner or a or a, um, a preparer of the way for the Savior and his role in redeeming Israel. So. Um, it could be a good number of things here. We're not exactly very clear on what the prayer is that's being fulfilled. But what we do know is that his prayer is heard, which suggests that Zacharias perhaps was feeling his prayer may not be heard. Or perhaps there was some question about whether his prayer would be heard. But he's being uh, reassured that his prayer is heard. So... Um, the, he is told that this son will have joy and gladness and many will rejoice. Um, and in verse 15, uh, he shall be great in the sight of the Lord and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink. And he shall be filled with the Holy Ghost, even from his mother's womb. Uh, this, of course, uh, points towards what happens when Mary goes to visit Elizabeth and uh, John in the womb still uh, leaps uh, with the um, arrival of the mother of the son of God. Um, and the Holy Ghost is, 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 he is filled with the Holy Ghost, as it says there. Uh, in verse 17, we have an interesting verse, which I just had to study into a little bit. It says, and he shall go forth, and he shall go before him in spirit and the power of Elias to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the disobedience to the wisdom of the just to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. Now, um, it's, I just found it interesting because, of course, normally we attribute those words, which are from Malachi chapter 4, uh, the most recent book we've read in the Bible, of course, before the four Gospels. 
um, to focus on Elijah. And of course, that is what it is a prophecy of. But it's very specific wordage here that links towards that prophecy as well when speaking about John the Baptist. Um, Theodore M. Burton said, quote, Because of a misunderstanding of Luke 1, which states that the child later to be named John the Baptist would come in the spirit and power of Elias, many persons have thought that John the Baptist, who held the office of an Elias or messenger, was the Elijah who was to return. This verse explains that John's work was a preparatory work to make ready a people prepared for the Lord, and not the work of sealing or completion, which Keys Elijah had. Uh, when John was bluntly asked the question, he said, I am not the Christ. And they asked him, What then? Art thou Elias, Elijah? And he saith, I am not. Art thou that prophet? And he answered, No. This, of course, had to be true, for the prophecy stated that Elijah the prophet should return before the second coming of the Lord, when Jesus was to come in great power, majesty, and glory as judge of all the earth. The mission of Elias held by John the Baptist comes first, and so just as John came before Elijah in the days of Jesus Christ, so John uh, came before Elijah in these latter days to restore the preparatory Aaronic priesthood. Close quote. So this um, this is really explain, explain, explains a lot for me, uh, and it helps us to understand his role as an Elias, uh, as a messenger to be a, a, a forerunner or a, you know, a precursor to um, what was to come next. In his mortal role, John the Baptist prepared the way before the Lord himself uh, in his first coming. And he also was an Elias or a forerunner in the, in the restoration when he restored the Aaronic priesthood. Um, so... I think, yeah, that, that really helps us to understand really well his, his role and his purpose as an Elias. In verse 18, we see Zacharias' reaction to the angel, which obviously this, now to, to kind of put things into context, this response to the angel is before Mary's response to the angel. Um, and both times it's angel Gabriel, so we'll, we'll refer to him as such, but uh, what I find interesting is that Mary, uh, Mary's answer is slightly different to John's in the sense that Mary um, asks, how shall this happen? Um, a rather more a logistical question. Whereas Zacharias is when you read it, the tone is slightly different um, because Mary, not forgetting, you know, she says, how shall this be done? Seeing as I know not a man, paraphrasing what she said. So she asks how it's going to be done because there is this challenge, this barrier, which would stop her from being able to have a child. Um, Zacharias does a similar thing, not the same, a similar thing, and and gives the reason or the challenge that would stop this from happening. So on the face value, it looks like a, a similar response. However, the, the uh, response from the angel is very informative. Mary is, of course, praised and given a an honouring as, um, you know, ha having been um, picked out amongst women uh, as the person to be the mother of the Son of God, whereas Zacharias is struck dumb. <laughs> so clearly there's something different between the two answers here. Um, Zacharias says this, Whereby shall I know this? For I am an old man and my wife well stricken in years. Um now, again, it sounds similar, but when you read the um, the translation from the New International Version, 
uh, it kind of gives a bit more of a picture of what Zacharias's question is really asking. In verse 18, it says, Zechariah asked the angel, how can I be sure of this? I am an old man and my wife is well along in years. Um, this kind of tells us that Zacharias is seeking for a sign. Whereas Mary was asking logistically, how how is this going to happen? Because I am, I, I've known not a man. Zacharias is asking, um, how can I be sure what you're telling me is true? There is doubt on Zacharias's side. And Zacharias is also, in other words, asking for a sign, which we know from the Book of Mormon. And as we know from other places that we, from the, in the Old Testament, that people shouldn't really be wanting to asking to, to ask the Lord for signs, particularly when they've been given a sign, an angel, <laughs> come to them and tell them that this is going to happen. Uh, so it was, um, you know, this this response, which I think made the um, the angel not um, the, pronounce this um, inhibition on Zacharias's speech um, until that day when John would be born. Um, so we'll stop that there and we'll skip ahead to verse 57 uh, to, uh, tomorrow just to conclude Zacharias and uh, Elizabeth's uh, experience. Um, but uh, I think that, uh, that you know, we, there's so much here to learn from this experience. So thank you so much for joining with us. Please join us again tomorrow for our bite-sized uh, episode as we continue our study. And until we meet again.